supporting WHYY Penn Medicine, helping to find new cures for cancer. With life-saving clinical trials and advanced surgical techniques, Penn Medicine is offering more hope for patients everywhere. Learn more at pennmedicine.org slash cancer. Penn Medicine, what's next? Tomorrow is Groundhog Day and, uh, oh yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. Let's take up the former on this episode of Sky Talk with Derek Pitts, chief astronomer at the Franklin Institute. Derek, we'll leave Super Bowl Sunday odds to the prognosticators. What are the odds that Phil will see his shadow tomorrow? Of course, it depends on the weather conditions. Should it be that he sees his shadow, that would mean, according to folklore, that we'd have six more weeks of winter. And if he doesn't see his shadow, well, spring is coming sooner than we expect. Did I get it backwards? I thought if he sees his shadow... If he sees his shadow... If it's cloudy... If it's cloudy... Spring is coming sooner. Yes. Is that how you said it? I believe that's how I said it. If he doesn't see his shadow, if it's sunny... Right. Paradoxically, if it's nice out, then there's more winter. Yes. That's what you said. Yes. That's what I believe. That's what I said. Okay. Okay. And this is a fun fact, the, um, th- that there's only a 39% accuracy because Phil sees his shadow about 85% of the time, it seems. So, wow. Yeah, so it's good. actually a wonder that he gets to see his shadow at all or anything of that sort. Because he doesn't have 20-20 vision? Well, or? there's that. And there's also the fact that he's whipped out of the cage so quickly, just at the moment of sunrise, there isn't really an opportunity for him to look around and see his shadow. So uh, that's a little bit troubling as well, you know, because right at the moment of sunrise, the sun is just at the horizon. So there really isn't very much shadow to be seen at that point. But if we were to wait like a half an hour or an hour later, maybe Punxsutawney Phil actually would see a shadow or not. Details, details. So there's folklore. Is there any science around this date? It turns out that this date, February 2nd, is about halfway between the winter solstice and the vernal equinox the first day of spring. And this is a really great way for sky observers, uh, agriculturalists, and anyone else who really was following the motion of the planet around the sun to know how time was passing as we progress from winter to spring. So for sky observers in 2020, what are the highlights overhead this week? Our own gas giant planet Jupiter pokes its head into our 6.15 a.m. pre-dawn sky this week, Over in the southeast, along with Mars, that's a little further to the right from Jupiter, and the bright red star Antares, part of the constellation Scorpius, is also there a little bit further to the right from Mars. Significant because both Mars and Antares have a nice rosy color, and you could confuse the two. Saturn is tracking a little bit behind Jupiter, but it's not quite high enough yet to catch it before sunrise, but that's not yet. In another few weeks, it'll be up then, too. Venus rules the west in the evening at 6 p.m., but the tiny and bright Mercury is also sneaking up from the west a bit more every day, reaching up toward Venus. Derek, let's take up a more serious topic, global warming, but not here on Earth. You're right. If we head out into the galaxy, we can find that there are extreme examples of global warming occurring around in other star systems. For example, as it turns out, there's a star system about 670 light years from us called Kelt 9b. Now, KELT refers to the particular kind of uh, telescope system that's being used to identify this. But as it turns out, among that group of stars identified by that telescope system, there's one of them, the star number nine in that list, the second planet of which happens to have a planet that's a gas giant planet, similar to our planet Jupiter, but 
At the same time, different. This particular Jupiter at this star actually is what's called a hot Jupiter. This is a planet that's several times the mass of our own Jupiter-type planet and much closer to its star. In fact, this planet is so close to its star, it orbits once every one and a half days. Complicating that is the fact that it turns out that this planet, Kelt 9b, is the hottest planet ever recorded, 7,800 degrees. That's hot. It is so hot that hydrogen molecules can't possibly even hold together on the daytime side of the planet. Hard to make sense of this one. What do you have on tap for next week? You know, astronomers have been observing white dwarf stars where they've seen spectroscopic signatures of previously existing gas giant planets. So imagine being able to look at a star at some distance away from us as a white dwarf and see the remnants of planets that used to exist around that star. Oops, I hope there aren't implications for our fate. Ooh, if we think far enough in advance, there just might be. Thanks, Derek. My pleasure, Dave. Derek Pitts, chief astronomer at the Franklin Institute. He joins us each week at this time on Sky Talk.